I'm Miles Kilby, and I want to welcome you to Encountering the Prophetic Podcast. My passion is to help people from all different walks experience God's voice. I believe, along with my guest, that Encountering the Prophetic has the power to change our lives and the lives of those around us. On this podcast, I want to help you learn how to hear God's voice and go deeper in the prophetic to spark change in your life and in others. Let's dive into Encountering the Prophetic now. Welcome to Consuming Fire Network. God bless you as you join our live show today, this evening. I have a very special guest here with me, uh, my friend Donna Grisham. From She's a coordinating producer for Sid Ross, It's Supernatural program. And Donna is, what we're going to be discussing uh, tonight on the show is the issue of abortion. And I know that's a very hot topic right now, everything that's going on. And um, Donna has been, she's called to speak a message of life, as as I believe all of us are. But she's working on a book right now that she's been working on, and it's going to be coming out. Uh, sometime later this year, and she tells her story in that book along with several other people that she has gathered and compiled stories together, and I'm going to let her tell you more about her book that she has coming out, but we want to welcome you in, and as you join us tonight live, um, feel free to say hello to us through the comments, leave your comments, leave your posts, tell us where you're joining us from. But we're going to dive in to the Word of God and what it says concerning life and abortion and the attacks of the enemy that are taking place uh, through abortion and through our legal system, through laws, the deception. Uh, We're going to be discussing that tonight. We're going to dive into the Word. And really, what does God have to say about this is what's most important. So, amen. Welcome to the show. Thank you. God bless you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us. And so first, tell us a little bit about um, your passion for speaking out against abortion and speaking for life, letting your voice be heard for the unborn. Where did your passion for this really begin? Well, um, uh, most people know my story, or if you don't, it will be in the book. Um I, when I was 16, I was raped, and I actually um, was took to have a, my first abortion when I was 16, and I won't go into that, wow. but, and then uh, my life spiraled out, and basically, um, I took a lot of, of what happened to me, and I buried it. I, I decided, you know, I didn't need to, to talk about it, and in 2010, uh, the Lord started dealing with me, basically, to talk to the father of the second baby. I had two abortions. I'm not, you know, I'm forgiven, but, you know, anyway, I, um, I did. I, in 20, by the, I argued all of 2010. In 2011, I basically gave in and I, uh, to the Lord, I, I, I did a three day water fast. And by the third day, I went ahead and after I talked to him, God did such a supernatural healing in his life, which that was what God was aiming for, and then not realizing that I actually needed more healing, because in 93, I went through what they call the forgiven and set free um, post-abortion counseling, but at the time, my sister had passed, and I had you know, just went through it. I tell people I, I probably went through it like you go through a front door of a house and then out the back door, just like that. Wow. And I didn't really get anything out of it other than I did, the Lord gave me the names of my babies. And um, after I had went and talked with the father of the second baby and got he got healing, I ended up on our way back and I in, somehow ended up, actually had a friend with me and, you know, she you know, basically said that she had, you know, had an abortion and nobody knew about it. And I was, you know, and she wanted to go through the class and that was in 2011. Now, mind you, I went through it in 93, didn't get anything. <clears throat> in 2011, when I um, 
when she said that, she said, well, I don't want to go by myself. And I heard myself out of my mouth. I heard, oh, I'll, I'll go with you. I'll be moral support for you. Well, when I went to the class, we got back, we went, you know, we signed up, went to the class in the first setting. Um, we introduced ourselves, and so they say, you have to tell why you're there. And I said, you know, well, I'm here to give her moral support. Mm. And the director of the the you know class just smiled because I, I she knew that it wasn't you know why I was there. Wow. And so I went by the third time by the third session, I had to confess. I looked at you know I, when we got in, I confessed. I said, look, I said I have to confess something. I said I'm I'm not here for her. I'm here for me. You know, and that's when, after that, I got the total healing that I really needed. I carried from 19, from my first abortion was in 1976. The second was 1984. So from that, those years, I carried all of that pain and all of that hurt. How old were you with the first abortion? 16. Wow. Yeah. And What, What kind of abortion was it? The saline abortion, wow. and if you know anything about the saline abortion, it uh, they inject you with the saline solution. The saline solution goes into the amniotic fluid, and the baby drinks that amniotic fluid, mm. and the baby is burned from the inside out. Jesus, wow. Yeah, so it, you you imagine the trauma, and and you know my, you, mm. I've done a, I did a video just uh, the other day of my story uh, and. I basically told, I mean, I saw, I ended up having to give birth. You give birth. People don't, we're, and and I'm glad we're talking about this because um, partial birth abortion, you know, I mean, even on up to the day before it's born or the day that it gives, you give birth, you know, women are, are carry that baby for nine months and they're, they're, you know, most women are expecting life. Right. There, you know, when you get conceive a baby, when you conceive a child, you conceive a life. Right. You know, and to wow. knowingly just, you know, it's okay to just. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's I it's it's like if you had okay, let's say you're a, a woman, and I'm just going to use this scenario. If you're a woman. You're you're even a married woman. You could be a married woman because I know some married women, women that they don't, you know, uh, they don't want any more children. So they think, okay, uh, but you you choose which children you abort or, or choose which children you murder. I mean, it's no different than you taking your little child, your little two or three year old, and putting a gun to that little child's head. And blow it. What? What's the difference? Right. I mean, where does where do we draw the line? Where does society draw the line? And right. society is deciding that you draw the line. And and I I will say I've said this before. I am. It does not matter. It, it doesn't matter if it's eight weeks, if it's six weeks, if it's if it's what. It's it's still murder. Right. It's still life. It, life, when, and we're not going to argue the fact of when life begins, because we know life begins at conception. That you know, right? Point blank at conception. Yeah, exactly. You so know, I mean, and, it's and, obvious. And the thing, okay, I want to, I want to just bring to attention, and and you and I were talking about this before the show began, and we were talking about how, you know, uh, in Jeremiah. You know, um, chapter one, you know, verse five, how, you know, that God knew, he knew Jeremiah before he was, even before he was in the womb. Right. Before he was formed inside the womb. Wow. He knew him. So he had that, his destiny, the destiny, Jeremiah's destiny was already in play before the foundations of the earth. They were in play before. Jeremiah was even placed inside his mother's womb. Exactly. In fact, I'll go so far as to say that the plan that God has for your life, the plan that God, the you know Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says, I have you know I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, to give you a hope and a future. I'll I will go so far as to say God already knew 
your destiny, already mapped out your destiny, and abortion was not in that plan. Amen. Uh, it, you know, Amen. The, the, uh, when abortion co- yes. came in, that was the the plan of the enemy to abort Absolutely. the destiny. It, it's it's more so the destiny of that child. There's there's aborted children that their destinies were yes. aborted. There's wow. books in heaven that were un that 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 for those children that are untold stories. Right. Untold calls on their life. Wow. Yes, here in heaven. Praise God. And praise God for forgiveness. Amen. You know, I'm here to to speak out to get young women and and men to understand that there when you get when you're pregnant, when you um, young young gentlemen, when you get a woman pregnant, that's a chi- that's a life. And it's already God already planned that life, that child's right. life. And when we when we abort that child, we we've snuffed it out. Right. I you know my my abortions both of them were, you know made the choices were were made. The second one now I could have fought, I didn't. You know. Right. And you know I thank God though for forgiveness. Hey, my mom. mother is in heaven. You know, and I right. know that, you know, but she had a hand and, right. and, you know, we, we've, you know, talked about long before she passed away, we talked about forgiveness and Amen. we knew we had forgiven one another, Amen. you know, and Praise I God. pray that there's men and women out there that if you've had an abortion, if you've, uh, you know, if you took somebody to an abortion clinic, I, pl- I pray that you have the opportunity before a person leaves this earth, that you have the opportunity to make things right. Absolutely. Well, let's um, let's. I want to look at Jeremiah, which you you touched on it briefly. Um, but I'll, I want to look at it here really quick and give the scripture to those watching. Jeremiah one five. This is so powerful, and this is what you were were talking about. Um, but Jeremiah one five. It says, "Before I formed you in the womb, mm-hmm. before I formed you in the womb." Yeah. I knew you. Yeah. I knew you before you were even in your mother's womb. And so what that what that tells us, Donna, is that before we even enter in, before our parents even know who we are, God knows us. God already, God already, had already the knew. Destiny, you know, uh, the so, destiny planned for your life. Right. So so he already knew us even before we came into our mother's womb. You know, the only the only place that I know in Scripture where God actually came down and formed something was human life. If you think about it, yeah. there's nothing else. Everything else he spoke into existence. Exactly. But God came down with his own hands yes. and formed uh, life, formed Adam, yeah. formed forms babies in the mother's womb. And so, but he says, this is so powerful. And if this, if you're a Christian, or if you're not a Christian, if you're listening to this and you don't know God, the Lord says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. He said, before you were born, Jeremiah, I set you apart for a specific purpose and destiny. Exactly. This is just what you're saying. He had it all planned out. The destiny is there. He has a book of our life. He has a book with your name on it. Mm-hmm. He has a book with your name on it. Yes. Sitting in heaven that's written out all the days of your life. Yeah. And so then he goes on and he says, I have appointed you a prophet to the nations. He's talking to the prophet Jeremiah here. And but this is so powerful what God says here. It's a testimony of life and where we come from and that life is it's um, it's precious not only yes. is it it's precious it's a very um, I'm, I'm thinking of the sanctity of life yeah it's the sanctity of life it's not something to play with no. in other words it's not something to to destroy mm-hmm. You know, you're destroying literally 
what God has brought forth, exactly, which is life, and which which in and go if you go back if you go to Genesis, you know it says God formed man, you know, in His own image. Yes, you're you're you're. I mean, you're t- touching. And that's God. another thing is that I mean, we're the only part of creation that bears the image of God. Exactly. Nothing so else bears his image. These aborted babies, the abort, all these aborted babies, you know, they, they bear his image. Yeah. They bear you know, the very we're, image we're of God. We're touching God. Yeah. You know, we're, we're touching, touching God. the apple of God's eye. He's, right. He, you know, something that's very precious. Life is precious to right. him. Right. Exactly. You know, we're precious to him. Yeah. You know, and the whole we point can, here. We can choose who. No, we who, can't. You know. I mean, who are we to pick and choose? Exactly. Who gets. To continue living, who gets to walk out their journey? Who do we? Yeah, I mean, that's not. You're you're gonna get people that say, "Oh, but they're going to heaven." You know, I'm just get making. I'm just letting them go to heaven earlier. No, 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 no. Yeah. You're 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 playing the hand of God. Yeah. And and you have no right. You can't. You know. You you where God has not given you the right to do that. Right. And not only that, those babies that have been aborted could have the answers to cancer. Exactly. They could have the answers uh, for new technology, for all these diseases, yep. sicknesses, all these different mm-hmm. things. And so, but what is so powerful is that this, these scriptures right here in Jeremiah 1 clearly tell you, for one, where life comes from, mm-hmm. that God knows us. In other words, we come from Him. And it wasn't until, it, it doesn't say when you were born... When you get when when you know it doesn't say birth after after they were born. Right. It says before they were formed. Before they it, were before formed. they were formed in. He said before he knew Jeremiah us. was formed in his mother's womb. Yeah. Before that. So God knew after. us before we even came into the earth. Mm-hmm. Before we came into the womb, He knew us. Yeah. And so, all life. You and I were talking a little bit about this earlier. God is the giver of life. Yes. Yeah. The, the scripture says there's no darkness in him. The the author of death is who? Satan. Satan. Okay? Yeah. John 10:10, 10, 10, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Exactly. It's very clear. And so any time anything that has to do with destroying, killing, it's of the it's of the devil. It's it's demonic. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. And so abortion is demonic. It's murder. Yeah. And not That's only that, the enemy came in to to uh, abort the destiny of that that child's life. Right. You know, God had already before the foundations of the world. You know. In other words, God had a plan. Exactly. And the enemy comes in to try to destroy that plan, and to try to just kill it off. Yeah. And that's that's. I mean, to sum it up, that's essentially what abortion is. Exactly. Um, and so this is, you know, this is an issue that I feel like we really need to be really bold about. Yes. And take our stand. And like you and I were talking earlier, um, what you were telling me, especially about this legislation that was passed in New York, in the state of New York, which many people in the country were outraged over. Yeah. And rightfully so, and should be, is that we have a righteous indignation exactly. over this. That hey, this is demonic. We're not going to put up for this. We're not going to gonna compromise. We're not going to speak out. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, I encourage those watching. I mean, be bold about your witness. Be bold with your stand. You know, maybe God is calling you to go out to the abortion clinic. Maybe God is calling you to to counsel people that are considering the issue of abortion. How can you get involved yes. in bringing truth into this situation? Because us as the body of Christ, us as the church, we our voice spoken into darkness makes a difference. Exactly. In other words, we cast out darkness. Exactly. We release light when we speak into darkness when we speak and declare the truth of the word of God and we prophesy we declare darkness has to go exactly 
Yeah. And not only that, the light, light, in other words, you can't turn up darkness. That's right. Darkness is the absence of light. And we're called to be the light of the world. That's right. Yes. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's it's time for us as the body of Christ. Yeah, I, I really feel like the Lord's, ha- you know, um, He wants us to rise up. I, I really feel like God's wanting to raise up an army. Um, when we moved to uh, Charlotte, when uh, Sid's ministry moved to Charlotte, um, I would go out. It, it probably it took me about two years before I went out, and I haven't been out in a while. Uh, I do go out with Love Life Charlotte some, which uh, if people don't know what Love Life Charlotte is, you need to look it up. Uh, I, I want to give a shout out to Love Life Charlotte because they are in New York uh, today. They landed this morning and they're gone to do, they're there. Jason Reeder, who is the founder of Love Life Charlotte, is there and he's putting feet behind, uh, you know, uh, just his words. He's not just saying it. He's putting feet. There's uh, cities for life in Charlotte. These people go out to the to the abortion clinics, and and I hear people saying, "Oh, they're picketing. They're doing this. You know, they're telling them going to hell." You know, they preach the gospel. They preach the truth of the gospel. And you know, when you preach the truth, the word of God says the truth will set you free. Amen. And they're preaching the truth. So uh, I, I really am was so excited to be able, when we moved to Charlotte, because to connect with these ministries. And I would encourage, if you don't have ministries like that in your area, reach out to Love Life Charlotte. Reach out to Cities for Life. Uh, I think there it's www.citiesforlife.org or .com. I'm not sure. And then Love Life Charlotte. Just Google Love Life Charlotte. You can get... And Jason Reader, they'll get things started in your area. Um, these these are, are powerful uh, spokespeople that go out. I mean, and right. and they declare life. And, and not only that, you know, abortion. We we they speak out for the babies, but they're not just. It's not just about the babies. I'm here to tell you, women are emotionally. You know. They it affects women emotionally right. so bad that their suicide rate you know, yeah. it goes up. You know, I I battled suicide for for a long time. I mean, because of the abortions. Yeah. And uh, men also. So if you get a chance, I would encourage you to look those ministries up. Yeah, and, and talk talk a little bit about this to the people watching, so they can understand more. Um, the emotions and the different things that you go through, the attacks that you experience, the doorway, the foothold that is opened up to the enemy whenever someone has an abortion. For example, um, the guilt and the shame. Yeah. I know yeah. along with your book, you're going to have a CD that comes with it that people can look forward to to get yeah. free from the shame that they carry. Yeah, it's called Removing the Cloak of Shame. And the Lord... Uh, uh, showed me that the uh, the word cloak is not it does not just mean a covering it means uh, to it it also means to conceal something to to conceal an identity when you when a you know something is is hidden to the point where it becomes a part of you. I, I shared in, in the video the other day about a dream that the Lord had given me. And in that dream, I was getting ready to speak. And as I was getting ready to speak, I was looking at my notes and I looked out and everybody had on wetsuits. And I was like, Why are, what's, what are all of these people in wetsuits? And my thought was, God, what what is this? And he spoke to me and told me that it's, it's the shame that the enemy cloaks people with, and it's, it fits them to the point where they're actually, it, it feels like a part of their identity. When they look mm. in the mirror, what, wow. I mean, I, I wore shame and guilt and condemnation for so long that I really didn't know who I was in Christ. I had no right. idea that I am an overcomer. I'm a I'm more than a conqueror. You know, right. I am a voice. God wants me to be a voice. You know, what uh, uh, nothing is hit. You know, God never wastes anything. 
There's nothing in our life wasted. So what if you whatever traumatic thing you've been through in your life, you could have had an abortion. You could have been raped. You it could you could have had a you know whatever it is. You know, you God takes that and he uses it yes. to bring not not only glory to his name, but to right. to um to bring you, you know, to, to bring others, to redeem others' life. The Word of God says in Revelation, uh, it says that we're redeemed by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And when we share the, our story, when we share what God, you know, not just what God said, but, but what God brought us out of, out of, He's brought some of you out of the pits of hell. When God snatches you out of the pits of hell, that He uses that story, your story, to redeem another person's life. There's redemption brought yes. in, in through the blood of the Lamb and through the word of your testimony. Amen. So, um, the, in, in the, tra- the trauma and the, the shame. I mean, I wore. I literally. I have to tell you, I did. I, I wore shame like a, a like the, the in that dream, like wetsuit. Like it fit. It was so tight on me. I mean, I would look in the mirror, and uh, all wow. I could see was shame. All I could see. I was just so ashamed. I didn't. And that's why I didn't talk right. about this. That's why I went from 1990 yeah. or 1976. To 1993, and I go through the forgiven and set free, you know, uh, post-abortion counseling, which is a Bible study now. I go through that, and I don't get anything because I actually one of the things I was grieving my sister's death, but that time I after that I took I, I took you know all that right. and I wrapped it up in a little package and I buried it. I put it in the ground, no longer to be talked about and thought, I don't have to talk about this. I don't have, but that's because I was still cloaked in that shame. The enemy still had that shame. Even though I had went through the forgiven and set free class, sometimes it may take, I mean, if uh, I, I just want to encourage young women. If you're a young woman or an a old woman, if you, I mean, we're not, you know, I don't like to say old, but anyway, <laughs> if you're a, a woman that has experienced abortion and you have not went through any, a class or went through a post-abortion class, I encourage you to look up um, the um, Forgiven and Set Free there's also surrendering the secret. It's either either one. I went through the forgiven and set free. And wow. I'm telling you, uh, you know, the second time I went through it, it really changed my life because I was yeah. ready for it. I wow. had the enemy. I had been uncloaked of that shame. And uh, wow. I'm here. I believe when I share, I believe the Lord told me this. He said, when you begin to share, when you begin to share your story, when you begin to share the truth of what happened, then others are going to be uncloaked. They're yeah. going to be uncloaked of the shame that mm-hmm. they're carrying. That absolutely. They, you know, and so yeah, because they're, they're there's power in the testimony. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. The the word testimony, literally, what it means is for for God to do it again. So when you release the testimony, He's releasing the power through your testimony to do the same thing in someone else's life. Oh, yes. And so as you share. That, that's what happens. It's an impartation almost. And there's there's an impartation of faith that's released too. Um, but think about that. There are so many women that are walking around that have had abortions and they're like you were, you know. They're, they're just cloaked with shame and guilt. You know, I think about uh, what David said in um, Psalm 32. Um he says, Lord, you removed even the guilt of my sin. Yes. I think it's Psalm 32, verse 8. And it's so powerful because along with sin comes guilt mm-hmm. and shame. But God is the only one that can remove that. Exactly. And God exactly. is the only one that can heal us on the inside exactly. here. Exactly. You know, and heal our emotions, heal and you know, our mind. When I share and, you know, I still cry and people say, oh, well, you're not, for, you know, you've not forgiven yourself i have i cry for the babies that are yeah. are going to that people are they're scheduled i mean you know even oh, I just, if we're speaking they're scheduled i just yeah. heard it it's like um what's the scripture i think it's in jeremiah like rachel weeping for her children yes yes and, and that's one of the things when i went the first time i went out to to uh 
the abortion clinic to, to uh, the one of the largest abortion clinics in the southeast is in Charlotte, North Carolina, and it's Latro- uh, the Latrobe uh, Women's wow. Health Center. Yeah. They call it Women's Health Center. Imagine that. No. They're not. They're. It's not. You know, health for the women. You know, their goal is. You know, they have a quota of abortions that they do, and they have to meet that quota. Wow. That's what, you know, I, I was reading something uh, just a minute ago for uh, to Miles and them, and I'm going to read it now. Uh, you know, Planned Parenthood is to America. Well, you know, we celebrated yesterday the Holocaust, you know, or are we yeah. mourning the Holocaust because I don't call it celebrating because we, we don't celebrate death. Uh, Planned Parenthood is to America what the, what the Nazi gas chambers were to Hitler's Germany. Hitler dehumanized the Jews and convinced the Germans to exterminate them like rats. That's the same thing that's happening today. Wow. You know, we're 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 making yeah, the unborn true. child like a just a a, a rat that we like can just kill, and throw in the trash. Yeah. You know where God says they're precious. They're a precious right. life. Exactly. You know, and if you don't weep over this, this, then I, I would ask you to search your heart. Amen. Absolutely. And so it's, um, you know, it's like it is. And there's, you know, a lot of intercessors. Um, there are intercessors that are watching this now. Christians right now, we need to be interceding. We yes, need to be standing in the gap. We need to be crying out to God. You know, I think about what, what God says in Ezekiel 22. He says, I was looking for a man. And I couldn't find anyone who would stand in the gap. He said, I found no one. And, you know, um, but I I really feel like, you know, uh, and this is a word for the intercessors. Uh, The intercessors that are watching, um, you will become, once this really, once you have a real burden to pray and intercede for this, you will become like Rachel weeping for her children. And you, your, your tears will be your prayers. Yeah, that's one of the things I was going to share. The first your tears time. will be your prayers. The first time I went out to Love Life Charlotte, I, I went with a, a girl, one a young girl from work, and uh, I went out there with her. And then we went to one clinic, and then we went to another, to the Latrobe one. And she had warned me. She said it's really ugly. She said because there's people out there, and they're telling you, you know. Uh, uh, even the clinic people, they come at you. They're, they're just ugly. Right. And uh, but the moment I walked, I, I could. And when I pulled up, I actually could not get out of the car because I, I, it had been my, that was the first time that I had been at a, an abortion clinic since the second baby, since my, you know. Wow. And I sat there for a few minutes and I gripped the steering wheel and I was crying. I was just weeping. And mm. finally I got out of the car and I walked across the street to the clinic and I literally, my knees buckled. And wow. I, and I, I was wailing. I was wailing. I mean, it was coming from my gut. Mm. And I heard that very, that very word. The Lord said, like Rachel weeping for her children. And I knew the Lord had called me that I was, uh, that I would weep for these babies and wow. that I would do what it, that God called me to do whatever I can do to to uh, speak out yes. on behalf of, of, of these babies mm. be a voice the Lord gave me a poem uh, and he said and, and I won't read it but uh, it's called your voice counts and uh, I say that because your voice counts yes your voice counts Absolutely. it's not just miles and I sitting here uh, you know talking about this your voice counts whatever you can do you do it yes because I mean and and pray about what God calls you I mean everybody right. is called to speak out. Amen. You may not be called to speak out in an abortion clinic. You may not be called to be speak out on a, a, a you know on a live network, you know. But whatever God calls you to do, be be obedient to do it. Absolutely, absolutely. You know. Yeah, that's powerful. Um, I want to kind of shift gears a little bit here, and um, cause before we started, um, this really dropped in my spirit, and. Um, you know, when God 
was getting ready when Mary was getting ready to birth or after she birthed her son Mm -hmm. and uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, I'm looking at Matthew, the second chapter, and I'm I'm just going to read this. And this is very powerful um, because it also speaks to how the enemy wanted to abort what we've been talking about, how the enemy wants to abort destiny. Mm-hmm. And how how the enemy wants to abort the plan of God yeah. for humanity. Exactly. He wants to completely destroy life. And you know what, Donna? You know, he completely, Satan completely and utterly hates human life. Yeah. And he hates us so much. Because, because we bear, God. yeah, we and bear the, the image, image of, God. of God. Exactly. And so that's what it's all about. And see, Christians, Christians have to understand, and people have to understand that He hates us. Mm-hmm. Like He wants to destroy us completely. Yeah. And we can't be nice about things like this. No. Because it's no, a fight you, for life. Yes, it is. It's and, a fight and, for and, life. And, and and I believe we have to have that righteous indignation. Right. I know. Whenever. Uh, uh, they passed the the bill in, in New York, I literally felt the anger of God inside me. I mean, literally, I could feel. And, you know, and some people would say, oh, you don't get, you know, no, God, God, you know. Yeah, he, he, got he gets it. angry. Yeah. <laughs> and especially about this. Right. This is a subject that he's yeah. know, not pleased with. No, not at all. Know. Well, let me, let's look at this in Matthew 2. I'm going to start in verse 16. It says, Then when Herod saw that he had been tricked by the Magi, he became very enraged and sent and slew all the male children who were in Bethlehem and all its vicinity from two years old and under. From two years old and under. Yeah. I mean, he murdered the babies. He Mm. murdered the children. Yeah. And you go back to... You go back to... Genesis, or not, it's a Genesis to Exodus with Moses, and yeah. Pharaoh did the same thing. Same thing. That, you know, it, it, it's like that, that spirit. That, that spirit. That spirit, you know, that yeah. to, to snuff out the, the children, exactly. the destiny of the children. Yeah. I mean, and, and it starts in the womb. It starts there. Yeah. And so it says, every child, he slew all the male children. He killed all the male children who were in Bethlehem and its vicinity from two years old and under, according to the time which he had determined from the Magi. Then what he had been spoken through Jeremiah, the prophet was fulfilled. A voice was heard in Ramah, weeping in great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, and she refused to be comforted because they were no more. Yeah. That's confirmation. Yeah. What we... Yeah. What we've been talking about, exactly. Rachel weeping for her children, right here. Exactly. So it's a prophecy of and Jeremiah. I believe there's. I believe the Lord is calling Rachel's some Rachel's. I believe there's there's uh, uh, women that are viewing this, and he and God is calling you as yes. a Rachel. And I would encourage you to answer that call. Answer that call. Yes. Wow. That's powerful. And so, you know, like you were saying, it's this spirit. Um, and, you know, we see in the Old Testament um, and throughout many ancient civilizations, child sacrifice was offered to their different gods, yes. their different deities. And that's what's going on today. And that's that's exactly what it is. There are altars. Abortion clinics are altars. Yes. Demonic altars that are set up is what they are. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so... You know, throughout the Old Testament, you see this in other ancient civilizations. Um, these civilizations offering child sacrifice to their different gods and deities mm-hmm. as a form of worship. Demonic, it's a demonic form of worship is what it is. Yes. Yeah. And it's their sacrifice. And they're making women believe that it's a... that. That it's uh, you know that Planned Parenthood is uh, for for the health of women. No, that's it's sad complete deception. Women are being deceived. Yeah, you know, women are, are are thinking, oh well, that you know, and and I, I mean one of my stories in in my book is Abby Johnson. She actually uh, 
was a director for eight years with Planned Parenthood until she was wow. at, she was called in to assist with an ultrasound guided abortion and it changed her life. Her she's actually got a movie that of her story. Her book's called Unplanned. If you haven't read that story, I'd encourage you to get that book. Uh, her uh, um, movie will be out in March. So if you get a chance when it comes out, go to the theater and see it. I, it will change your life forever. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. And I'm, I'm familiar with her story because I remember when it came out, it was such a powerful testimony. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, you know, she was born again mm-hmm. shortly after that. Yeah. And um, I remember, I think, James Dobson helping her and ministering yeah. to her. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and God forgives and He restores. Yeah. And but this these spirit these demonic spirits, and I want people to hear this because um, the the chief principality over this is the principality of Baal. Yes. And then there's yes. also uh, the principality or the spirit of Molech, Molech. the deity yes, of Molech, exactly. which that is referred to in the Old Testament, where um, children were offered through sacrifice mm-hmm. to the deity of Molech. And so these are the the main principalities and powers, the demonic forces that are that are pushing, pushing this. Yes. And so what people have to understand is that the principality of Baal is the chief principality exactly. that's over this. Yes. And the point I want to make here, Donna, is that what the principality of Baal demands is blood sacrifice. Exactly. Innocent blood. Mm-hmm. It demands innocent blood. Mm-hmm. And it's the highest form of sacrifice, demonic and sacrifice. That, that's why the push blood. For, for, you know, uh, abortion on up to, to birth. That's right. why that push. Exactly. That, that's why the enemy is, is using people like the governor of of, of New York, uh, of, of Vermont. I mean, there's different places, you know, and they don't realize that they're being, they're pawns in the enemy's hand, in the devil's hand. Yeah. Being used, you know, of, you know, to to bring the sacrifice. Exactly. To the, to the God of Moloch, you know, yeah. to, you know, avail. So, exactly. Yeah. And so the all the innocent blood that's been shed, I said something the other day, I was ministering New Year's Eve, at a, in a church in Savannah, and um, uh, I said the the greatest sin of America is not slavery; it's abortion. Yeah. Yeah. Do you realize that you know people? You know, six million Jews were murdered. Yeah, six know, million. But sixty million babies have been slaughtered. Exactly, sixty and, million. And, and we and and the church, a lot of churches will not preach on this. They they want to sweep right. it under the rug, and and let's not talk about it, which is it's absolutely. It, it and you know my what? Heart I, I wanna I wanna do this just because you said that, because I did see some ministers that this week or this past Sunday they preached on it. And I want to I yes. want to encourage and I want to challenge every minister that's watching this or you're going to view this to preach on this yes. from the pulpit in your churches in your ministries sound the alarm preach on this bring deliverance to people that believe lies concerning yes. this and preach this from the rooftops yes, shout it from the rooftops and there and there's women sitting in the church in, in churches that you've had abortions you know, and you're and you're not. You know, you're you, you don't you're afraid to talk to anybody because your church maybe your church hasn't been vocal about this. I encourage you if you if you would love to reach out to me, uh, we'll put you know um, uh, my contact uh, you know to where you can reach out to me. Uh, I would love to speak with you and and help you in any way. Uh, connect you to a uh, either a forgiven and set free or uh, a surrendering the secret group that will help you uh, walk through uh, forgiveness and walk through the healing process because I'm telling you carrying it all the years I mean I know women even in their 60s and 70s that are still carrying it and it's a wow. weight on their back yeah it's, it's, it's never it's, told anybody no 
And yeah. there, there's, there may be somebody watching now. You've never told anybody you've had an abortion in the past. You've never told anyone about it. You've never told your husband. You've been married for years. You've never told him about it. Yeah. God wants, um, the enemy loves to, um, to, to, to bring um, darkness into our lives where secrets are. Yeah. In other words, where secrets and concealed things are, the enemy, that's the devil's playground. Mm-hmm. He loves to play in those areas. Right. Because there are dark spots in us. Exactly. That need to be, mm-hmm. uh, that and, healing needs to flow and into. And there's a lot of people that suffer physical, you know, in their body because they've carried it. They've carried this trauma. They've carried the pain of it, the, the uh, condemnation of it, the shame and guilt of it and and they you know in carrying that it wreaks you know havoc on your body and you're you're suffering you may be suffering you know from you may even be suffering from diabetes that just came to my spirit diabetes there's somebody out there that you're suffering from diabetes and i believe that it has to do with an abortion you know um and um god wants to set you free Yes. He wants you to reach out and and get the healing that you need. uh, Absolutely. That you can live life. You know, the Word of God says that, you know, the enemy has come, Miles quoted this, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But but then the next scripture is, but but I have come to give life and life more abundant. And some of us walked around. I didn't live life abundant until I got set free. Amen. You know, and now I live an abundant life. Yes. You know, uh, absolutely. I, I do. And I, I praise God that I, I, I surrendered it. I let it go. I, you know, got the forgiveness that I needed. Amen. You know, and now absolutely. I'm walking in and, and, and here to help other people, other women. Absolutely. You know, uh, I, I also like to speak to men. There are men out there that uh, you've took part whether you you might have took your girlfriend, you might have took you might even took your wife, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but there's men out there that they need healing. Uh, I have a story in my book uh, of a uh, a man who's 60. Brendan, he's 60 years old. 60. I don't know his exact age, but he's he took his girlfriend to New York. Wow. You know, to have an abortion. But now he's gotten forgiveness and he lives in Tampa, Florida. And he actually has a group that where men meet and they get the healing the same as the women. The men need healing also. We, there, we need to have groups throughout this nation yeah. uh, to help men also. Absolutely. Uh, there's men that are that are on drugs because of, of that. You know, they can't cope with life. Yeah. Uh, because of the decision, and they they it, it plagues them. There's yeah. alcoholics, you know. Um, it could be a, you could be on prescription drugs, you know, and and trying to cope with with the with right. it, you know. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So. It, and one thing too, I want to address is um, depression, uh, suicide. Uh, people, there are people that are watching now. You've been very depressed. Um, not only may you have had an abortion in your past, but um, the enemy has tried to abort other things in your life. Yes. And so, and this has caused uh, a depression, deep depression to come on you, a spirit of depression, a spirit of, he- the Bible calls it a spirit of heaviness. And I rebuke that now in Jesus' yes. name. I break it off yes. of you. I break the spirit of heaviness off of you yes. that you've carried. Um, and I want to tell you, there are people that are watching that, you need to forgive yourself yes. for um, for an abortion that you've had, for other things that you've allowed the enemy to abort, and you have just walked around beating yourself up over and over and over and over about it. And the Lord, the Lord says to you, I'm here to deliver you. I'm here to set you free. I'm here to completely overthrow the works of darkness that have invaded your life where the enemy has come in like a like a flood the spirit of the lord is now coming in yes and and washing this away he's coming in with floods of deliverance he's coming in with floods of forgiveness he's coming in with floods of healing 
He's flooding your life now yes. with His love, and His love is setting you free. free. Yeah. The love of the Father. Yeah. There's there's Thank so you, many Jesus. of you watching now. You haven't you haven't just experienced the love of the Father, and I want to tell you that the love of the Father is flooding your life now. Yeah. In the name of Jesus, He's releasing the the floodgates are opening over your life now. God is bringing breakthrough. He's bringing deliverance, salvation. And he, he's washing away. I hear the Lord say, I'm washing, I'm washing the past away. I make all things new. Yes. And I want to tell you this. It's by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ that all your sins are forgiven. But not, not only are they are forgiven, they are completely washed away. God no longer remembers your sins. He no longer recalls them. He no longer remembers them. They are completely washed away, blotted out, cast away as far as the east is from the west. So those that are watching, um, we're, we're just we, we're going to continue to pray. I want to um, let Donna pray, and just as the Spirit of the Lord is leading her uh, to pray for the people now, uh, Donna, if you would go ahead and just as the Spirit leads you. Thank you, Father. Father, I just thank you and I praise you. I thank you, Lord, uh, for your spirit, Lord, your Holy Spirit, Lord. Lord, your word says that, that we, we, we don't come to you unless the spirit draws. Father, I thank you for the Holy Spirit drawing men and women to their, to their knees, God. Father, I thank you, God, that where, where the enemy has, has meant uh, to destroy the lives of these of, of men and women, Lord. I thank you that you're taking and you're raising up warriors, Lord, uh, for this cause, Lord. I ask yes. you, Father, to just touch the lives of those that are watching, those that need healing, God. Father, I thank you for your healing touch, your healing yes. virtue right now, flowing right now into them. Yes. Father, I thank you for... Uh, uh, I feel like there's somebody that that you're you've battled uh, not just depression. It's it's been it's become like manic. It's a manic depression. It's to the point where it's it is you you've been so depressed you haven't even you're not you're you're not even able to uh, get out of your bed. You've been you've been mm. in the bed uh, for weeks. And wow. I, I'm telling you, God's wanting to raise oh, yes. you up on, right on, now. On, I just on, call on, you on, forth right now. I speak to you right now in Jesus name. And I yes. say, rise up, rise up yes. in Jesus name. I say you just right now. I just pray that you uh, release forgiveness, release yourself right yes. now. God, God wipes away. Uh, the choices that you've made, the choice that you made, uh, and he wipes it away right now. And from this day forward, I just believe that God's going to give you a a, a a joy to live. I, I, right yes. now, I speak the joy of the Lord into your life right now in Jesus' name. Yes. Thank you, Father. Thank in Jesus, you, Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Yes. And there's even there's people there's somebody watching right now. You've had you've even had trouble conceiving and getting pregnant. And I break the curse of barrenness off yes. of you. This has caused you to be depressed. I break the I break uh barrenness off of you right now. Yes. And I just declare the blessing of the Lord over your life and over your womb. And I declare be fruitful and multiply. Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. And the Lord extends His grace and His blessing to you now. The Lord says, I extend my grace and my blessing to you to be fruitful and to multiply and to fill the earth. And so all barrenness is leaving. Um, also, I want to say this, is that um, through abortion, the spirit of barrenness has come on you. Yeah. Through abortion, the spirit of barrenness has come in and tried to attach itself to you. Through abortion, uh, where the spirit of barrenness has come in through abortion, I break it right now in the name of Jesus. I break its power right now in Jesus' name. I, 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 it's broken now. And the Lord says He's reversing it. Yes. He's reversing it right now. Even this moment. This moment. In Jesus' name. And the Lord, I want to tell you that the Lord is the healer of the breach. 
God is healing the breaches in your life right now. Yes. He's the yes. healer of the breach. He's bringing reconciliation. Mm. He's yeah. healing the breaches. He's applying His blood to those places in your life. And He's exposing every dark place. And I want to tell you, healing is going to flood forth. Healing is going to spring forth in your life like never before. In Jesus' name. There's a woman watching right now, and you've suffered uh, their uh, ulcers. And it, they've been so bad that you've been hospitalized several times over this. And I believe it has to do with uh, your choice that you made uh, uh, as far as an abortion. And uh, God just, uh, I just release healing right now. I re release the forgiveness of God over your life. And I just uh, pray right now that you will take this time to just get on your face and just, uh, you know, not just ask God to forgive you because he forgives you. But you have to forgive yourself. You've carried yes. this weight. You've carried it for so long. And you're, and it, it, it's, it's just like, I see it like eating. Like I just see these sores in your stomach. They're just like sores that the enemy has just mm. ate at you. And God wow. is setting you free. By the blood of Jesus right now, you're being set free right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank Jesus. You, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Yes, thank Lord. Jesus. We just thank you right now for it. And, and those that are watching, um, you've had family, family members who have had abortions. Um, God is going to use you. Um, first to, to, to begin to intercede for them, but also to help them come into a place of healing and deliverance. Yeah. It may just be you mailing them uh, a book or mailing them something, some kind of resource that would speak into their life. And you may be the only connection to them. Or you know a friend that has had abortion, had an abortion. And so God is going to release certain strategic things that he wants to use you to speak into people's lives. I can think of several people um, right now that I know that have had abortions. And I could sow into their life um, a book, a resource. Yes. I yes. can put them in contact with somebody yes. that can help them. Yes. And we're going to do that. We're going to post Donna's information uh, in the comments. You could connect with her on Facebook. And... Um, I'm Tell them how leave. they can connect with you. Go ahead. I, I want to leave. I want first of all, I want to leave you with the scripture, and and I want to leave you because of the fact that you know people, you know, there are people that think that they don't, you know, it, it's there's there's nothing wrong with abortion. I mean, believe it or not, there are people out there. But Proverbs twenty four eleven through twelve says, rescue, and this is in the Amplified, I believe, rescue those who are unjustly sentenced to death. Don't stand back and let them die. Don't try to disclaim responsibility by saying you didn't know about it. For God, who knows all hearts, knows yours and knows you knew, and he will reward everyone according to his deeds. Wow. So that I'm leaving you with that. So, you know, you have a call to go forth. Yeah. Um, you can reach, you can go up and, and just look for me on uh, Donna Grisham. Uh, it's, you know, just Donna Grisham. Um, I, there's two pages. One of them's not me. Um, I, I do have a page, uh, Journeys of Choice, New Breath, New Hope, A Reason to Live Again. That's the title of my book. Uh, I haven't fully finished it. I'm going to be getting some help from Mr. Miles and some others to help me just set it up and, and move forth. Um, my ministry is called ultimatechoiceforlife.com. Uh, the website has not been set up, so be patient with me. I'm I'm moving forward. Absolutely. So, 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 but you can reach out reach out to me on Facebook, absolutely. or to Miles, and he can get in touch with me. If you can't find me, get in touch with Miles. Miles will get in touch with me, and I'll reach out to you. Amen. So I want to encourage you connect with Donna. Um, follow her, connect with her on Facebook. If you want to reach out and talk to her, um, I can give you her email at work, or you can connect with her on Facebook. But I want to encourage you to connect with her, follow her, get in touch with her, because this year, this year, it's being launched. Yes. Her book, I, it, I it's believe, coming yes. forth. I haven't, uh, haven't, you know, uh, I'm, I'm speaking to different publishers. Uh, well, your, I, man, your manuscript's done. 
Yes, the manuscript. The man, which is that's the biggest part. The, yeah, and I'm getting the ready to the book is the manuscript. Written. The, the book is written. The story's written. I have a, the last story is a adoption story. That's a beautiful story for and and you know this a story from a couple in Jacksonville, Florida, and yeah. So Amen. I'm excited. So it's going to be coming out real soon, and so you need to connect with her. So the moment it comes out, it can be a resource to you. You can read the different stories and testimonies. Yeah. And the main thing is that abortion, God is overcoming abortion. Yes. And God is overthrowing the overthrow. Yes. He's overthrowing abortion. Yes. In Jesus' name. I believe it's going to be completely eradicated yes. out of this country and through other throughout the world. In Jesus' name. Yes. So God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in with us tonight. Um, reach, for, again, reach out to us. Yes. And um, if you have questions, post them in the comments and we'll be sure to get back with you. God bless you. Thank you for joining us on Consuming Fire Network.